0: You're listening to Clouser on Business. Thanks for coming back. I'm Clouser, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Hey, we just really appreciate uh, the loyal listenership we have and uh, just hope these podcasts are uh, as fun for you as they are for us to record and hope you're deriving some uh, benefit, whether it's uh, some of the practicality we have sometimes or just maybe the little bit of entertainment that we uh, uh, push your way. Hey, I've got uh, Heidi Bird in the studio with me today. Heidi, how's the uh, spring season going for you?
1: Late spring is going great. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball's in season. I've done some housekeeping. And yeah, I
0: noticed the studio, you, you, you did some spring cleaning because it, it looks a lot better.
1: It looks great. It's all dusted out. I love nothing more than a clean studio.
0: Yeah, did you replace the two vacuum tubes you broke out of the uh, <laughs> amplifier we have? Right?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out of my paycheck.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. And you're getting in the hole farther and farther with that. So, hey, uh, so, hey uh, has this ever happened to you? Uh, one of your co-workers, uh, even maybe a co-manager gets in your business and invites him or herself into your area of responsibility at the office you know all of a sudden there they are giving advice sharing their opinions and somehow have worked their way into even maybe uh co co-directing your project and, you know how does that happen you know and uh, more importantly what are some ways to keep it from happening and if it has happened to you Heidi how do you undo it
1: yeah that's a really great question uh I've been fortunate enough to work with some pretty respectful people who that's not really happened to me that many times, but I have actually worked in a variety of office environments where I see that happening all the time to other coworkers. And that almost drives me nuts now that I'm thinking about when you asked me this question. Um, What drives
0: you nuts about that? If you you don't mind me asking.
1: Well, um, I think that it's sort of like, you know, one, one coworker is, kind of pushing their uh, ideas or whatever their creativity is or management style on one another coworker who may not be sticking up for themselves. And it seems a little off to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when you can tell that the coworker who's being given that advice doesn't it's not welcome and mm-hmm. so it almost makes me cringe to see the other person's body language just go oh no really yeah. you're giving me advice on my project and it's not necessarily valid or welcome and i i don't know it just makes me feel uncomfortable when i see things like that in the workplace
0: yeah and, and this is kind of uh and i, and I don't i think your uh the scenario we're painting is that you've been given the responsibility um at whatever level you're at to head up and do this project or do this piece of work and um and then all of a sudden you know you have someone that somehow has found their way to be a part of the conversations and maybe some of the meetings and you know it's uh you know the thing i you know and i've seen this uh, countless times um uh, with my experience and you know it just you know kind of makes you. Uh, curl up inside, or you know, uh, because it, it 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 may not even be intentional, but it somehow it just undermines uh, your role as the champion on that uh, on that project or whatever.
1: Yeah, and I think especially um, you know in my career uh, we're always um, client facing, so it can provide a lot of um, confusion to the client for the products and whatever our deliverables are if there's more than one person trying to be the leader in that conversation. So like I said, thankfully, um, in the business I'm in, usually there's a really strong um, kind of structure set up. But I have seen times when it does provide complete confusion to the outside facing people. Mm -hmm. Um, And that could even be out facing internally. If you work for, you know, an organization where you've got different teams and then one person is trying to sort of take over another or get in someone else's lane, as Mm -hmm. they call it, and sort of swoop in and. And take over, then it provides sort of almost a crisis of leadership on that project or whatever you're working on.
0: Yeah, kind of. I, to me, it just kind of diffuses a lot of things. So, but uh, so um, who, who causes that to happen, you think? Maybe...
1: Well, I mean, that's a good question. It could be a variety of people, um, it could be the person who decides to swoop in and be that uh, energy from the outside. Or I think that there are a lot of people with strong personalities who that's sort of their nature where they want to try and take over and be the boss sometimes. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm I'm thinking, uh, you know, obviously there's a triangle here. So there's probably at least a minimum of three people involved. My thoughts on it, and, and I'm not saying that it's this way, but, but you, the employee that's been given the task to do this, you're heading it up. You're the champion on it. Uh, you know how well are you managing? You know your uh, let's just call it the sandbox. I mean, you know, is it tightly controlled? Uh, is there you know the narrow uh, channels of communication that you need, or have you just by happenstance or just by asking people? questions or what they think about something have you've kind of invited trouble into your own home
1: that's a really great point so i think that uh the person that needs to take ownership of it is the person who is leading the project or whatever the task is at hand and that is their virtual sandbox or whatever you want to call it but um that is what they should be doing and they should be owning their project or whatever they're working on or, um, but I think that by constantly maybe second guessing themselves or asking for additional input from everyone, then that invites the people who are going to kind of come in and with strong opinions who want to leave their mark and maybe kind of take charge that just opens the floodgate for that to happen that's absolutely right
0: okay um, that's a good point and the other uh, second person it is involved is uh, you know let's say if you're in a small business maybe the business owner and it also uh, in a maybe a larger organization uh, you know the some sort of upper management and uh, ultimately the person you're reporting to so i've seen this happen is that person over on the on the sidelines or around the around the back of the person that's in uh, is the champion on it starts asking other people you know their opinions and and what they would think and whatever and um then all of a sudden then you've got one or two other people in the game and you're the you know you're the person and all of a sudden you're thinking to yourself, hey, are we doing this by committee here or or is this really, you know, my project?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that um well, first of all, if you, if you're the person driving the project, um what I think when you invite all of that into the project, it suggests to management or the owner that you're not ready to be in the big leagues. Because if you're constantly looking for other people, and I'm not saying collaboration isn't a part of yeah, you business.
0: Get, right. You should get counsel. You should get advice. Absolutely. Uh, you, know, you should try to time. get as much uh, information as you can.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, you're the driver of the project. So you need to be able to show to management that you can take control and be a leader. And you know, I think that there's a fine line there between collaboration and then opening it up for someone else to come in and show or display leadership qualities that you may or may not have. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, but at the same time, you should always get counsel from your, either the person you directly report to or the owner of the company, depending on where that is and what size of organization you work for. But I think that making sure that they have, you have their ear in managing the project first before your colleagues so that there isn't someone who is at your level or in another division kind of swooping in right. i think that yeah hold on know.
0: to that thought cuz yeah. we'll we'll get to some of that uh, in just a bit here yeah okay then the, then the third person is the coworker okay now the coworker as you were saying might be asked something and then pretty soon it's that person's in there big time or it could be that the coworker is just one of those people that feel like that they need to be involved you know with everything and so they invite themselves in
1: yeah well you know that's um it's unfortunate if that happens in the workplace um i think that that may even say something larger from a leadership standpoint at that company but you're absolutely right i mean you you don't know necessarily and you can't always control that coworker's behavior so you don't know maybe that that's going to happen, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it happens, and it's sort of like, hey, where did this come from, even if you are a strong leader?
0: Which is a good good lead-in. Uh, so let's say we're in that situation. Uh, the thing that we've described, the situation we've described here is actually happening. All of a sudden you've got a couple of other people in, the, in your meeting uh, and with your supervisor, mm-hmm. and uh, so how do we... How do we undo this to, to where you uh, get back to where you're the one leading it and you're in control of it? Any ideas on that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it sort of depends on how deep you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you feel that that's happening right away, I think it might be um, really easy to kind of nip it in the bud sort of right then and there. Um And perhaps, um, you know, just reiterate to the team or say something like, hey, that's a great comment. Um, I'm taking all feedback from the team and then, you know, we can talk about this later or whatever. Um, But then making sure that there's consensus among everyone and then also, you know, Behind the scenes, going directly to your manager and just reiterating, "Hey, you know, I want to make sure that this is the structure." Um, and also, sometimes you just have to be direct and say to the person,
0: "Have one of those crucial conversations."
1: Yep some some people don't like that type of thing, but hey, if you're gonna put your big girl or boy pants on every day and go to work, you got to have those conversations. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, what would you yeah. say? Well, I well, I think that's exactly right. You you're going to have to have a, you know, a good conversation with the one you report to and say, "Hey, look, you assigned me to this uh project, or whatever it is, and uh hey, you know, I'm intending to come through and, you know, be successful at it, so I need to be the one that uh, at least it, I'm involved with all the communications." And so if, you know, if your supervisor has, you know, uh hate to use the word go around your back, but you know, invites invites input uh, that I think that you should be involved with. You know, I, I if it's your responsibility, then you need to be where these conversations are. So, you know, you know what's been said and how it's been asked. And then also maybe you can filter out or, you know, prevent, you know, something from uh you know, messing up your uh you know, your sandbox, so to speak. And then the other conversation you know it's going to be a tough one is just uh with the coworker. hey you know appreciate uh you know what you have to say and you know maybe that co-worker has a great level of expertise but uh if we're if we're going to access that let's access it assess access it in a uh you know proper way
1: yeah as teammates
0: i hate those words with two c's and two s's in it <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, but anyway, yeah, so it's going to be a tough conversation uh yeah. you know probably to have and uh you know how do you do that without uh, throwing water on someone's uh, you know knowledge level and, and 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 I'm I'm approaching this that no one has any ul- ulterior motives on undermining it's just that it just happens. You know, people feel like that they have to put their two cents in on everything and and uh or they don't feel like they're a part of the group.
1: Well, and I think that um, if there's anything I've learned throughout my career, it's um, having difficult conversations conversations are hard. I mean, and they're hard in personal life. They're hard whenever, but you have to have them and you can't be afraid of them. And, you know, if you approach it in a respectful way and also in maybe even a lighthearted way, I mean, again, if this... Co-worker or whoever has good intentions and they were just trying to contribute and maybe are over eager to sort of step in everywhere they can to show that they know things and they want to be involved. And, you know, that's, you know, enthusiasm can also happen where that's they're so enthusiastic that they just want their feet in every pond and, Mm and like, you know, but
0: I think a lot I think a lot of times too it's the fact that what they're probably doing for the company may not seem quite as exciting as what you're doing other people you are know. doing Hey yes. I, you know, that project or whatever you know Heidi's doing God, you know that's a you know, a lot more exciting than uh, you know. Putting, Actually, you putting just, n- putting numbers on a spreadsheet. <laughs> you, know? you
1: just reminded me of one I didn't even think of until just now. But yes, now that I have I do have another example of that. Yes, please share. Uh, no, where it, it was exactly that. I mean, it was almost like, um, you know, just oh, I want to splash in everybody's fun pond because that's an awesome little pond, and I just. I'm doing something that's totally not for me and, but look at all the other exciting things that are happening and I'm just going to go just put my big foot in it and see what I can do. (laughs) And it's so actually it became kind of almost a joke within, you know, the organization that, yep, we knew this person was just gonna, you know, do whatever. But that's when, you know, again, to, to bring this back to a serious matter, it is, If you are, if you know that someone doesn't have, you know, bad intentions, especially, there's a way to have a hard conversation with that coworker that is positive. And you can just say, hey, I absolutely love your enthusiasm, love your energy. I'd be more than happy to talk with you offline. Let's get coffee. Hey, let's do Bagel Monday together. Let's talk about your ideas but when it comes to the meetings, I'm running the meetings, and these are my client meetings or whatever. So that sends a really nice message that is, you know, you're telling them what you appreciate about them, but you're also drawing a line right. that says, here's what I'm in charge of.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm, and I'm afraid that if the project fails or there's not success, guess who's not going to be there when uh, someone someone has to be accountable uh,
1: the guy's splashing in the pond
0: yeah, that's right <laughs> okay. he will um, what are what would be some practical steps to maybe even keeping this from ha- happening in the first place?
1: Um, I think being a really good leader um, and managing projects really well um, means that you have internal project meetings before the kickoff happens. So everyone knows kind of who's in charge and is accountable for what. Um, Defining roles is always a good thing to do. And, Mm -hmm. you know, not all businesses do that. Thankfully, um, most of the business world that I'm in, the project teams that I run have very clearly defined roles. But at the same time, it's good to always be on the same page. So before we even have a client meeting or an external meeting, we always have a team meeting. And so we understand I'm going to be in charge of this. You're going to be taking the lead on this. We're all collaborating and working together and all of our brains come together at the end of the day, but Mm -hmm. clearly defining the roles and making sure that everyone knows that up front before going client facing is really important
0: yeah and i think uh my first point that i had on these on this was and yours fits right in there is just have the assignment clearly defined and what your responsibility is and then what's what's if there are other people involved what are their roles and you know how you how you should work together and you know not uh crossover responsibilities uh, second, second one I had was uh, have a candid conversation with your supervisor that all communication comes through you are you're made aware of all communications.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's something that's very clearly defined because you don't want the last thing you want is every single person on your project team to start emailing or communicating or having other meetings with clients or the people you're serving or whoever it is depending on your business um, you can't have mixed messages so there's one stream of communication and everyone needs to be on the same page
0: yeah uh, the final one i had uh, number three was uh, don't invite unwanted input uh, if you want input do it in a way where you're controlling uh, the conversation or the meeting if there's more than one uh, you know coworker personnel in the meeting but you know sometimes uh you can open up pandora's box there and get yourself in a quagmire really quick with uh, asking for something that probably sometimes in the end you may not want to hear or
1: yeah absolutely i mean there's a thing called you know annual or quarterly uh all team meetings where you brainstorm and you do good things but there are also times, and so that's when everyone's feedback would be welcome. But on an everyday project, and overwhelmingly, there is no need for everyone to nitpick and be involved in everybody else's business. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah I just hope I'm not one of these people. You know, I, you know the the thing is, I enjoy you know, I enjoy business so much. That I just like all aspects of it. So uh, I'm hoping someone's not listening to say, like, "Hey, Clouser, that sounds like you." <laughs>
1: Well, I would hope not. Yeah. I think you're pretty respectful of boundaries, but that's that's the other thing. Um, you know, certain people, especially maybe if they're younger in their careers, I don't think that they quite understand how to be respectful of, of yeah. boundaries all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully they'll take a lesson. Well, it's
0: kind of it, it, here's a sidebar. we don't tend to tend to get off on another topic, but it's like when you receive an email, but the email's not sent to you you're copied on the email or maybe the email is sent to you and some other people are copied i've seen people that have been copied you know you know right back you know didn't even let the person who it was addressed to respond you know what i mean oh goodness
1: gracious i could talk about that topic actually all day long that may
0: be another podcast yeah uh, that's an
1: entire podcast
0: (laughs) yeah okay hey well we're out of time for today uh uh, I hope this has been an interesting topic, and uh, you, know, I've, you know I've seen this happen many times uh, over the years, and uh, I'm sure that uh, some of you listening uh, are a part of this, and I uh, hope the uh, discussion today, uh, with its takeaways, have, has been uh, helpful to you. Hey, well, remember, uh, you can catch us on uh, TuneIn, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, and at, always at com. Hey, well, thanks for listening. We're out of time. All for now, you've been listening to Clouser on Business.